plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. And today's podcast is about getting leaner. And it's very specific. Um, just today on my coaching session, my Skype coaching session, I got this question about keto diet or a low-carb, high-fat diet and weight plateau. So a person was following um, a ketogenic diet for a while and they've lost some weight. Um, a lot of times that would be uh, some water weight and some fat weight um, too, most probably. And so then the weight loss stopped and uh, they didn't know what to do because, you know, it's only so much that you can reduce the amount of food you eat. But with the amount of food uh, you eat, when you reduce it, you're also reducing the amount of nutrients you get. So you can't really starve yourself to success. You know, food, food and nutrition and nourishment is something that we need. And at the end of the day, our the goal of our life, the meaning of our life is not just weight loss. I mean, it's not weightless at all. You know, we love feeling and looking good, but the meaning of our lives is something else. You know, our work, our families, uh, uh, some vision that we want to create for ourselves and for our world, for the world around us. So that's the meaning of our life, not weightless. But we do want to see progress when we feel it's important for us to make us feel and look better. And a lot of times for our health, too. So this is the case study. You've been following this low-carb, this keto diet for a while. And here I'm assuming that you are someone who sleep pretty well uh, on a consistent basis. You're getting seven, eight hours of sleep. You exercise regularly. You manage your stress. You wouldn't say that you're overly stressed um, all the time and, and can't manage your stress. Um, also, I'm assuming here that you drink enough water and that you're consistent with your nutrition. You don't have those, you know, uh, binge eating uh, cases that sometimes might happen to a lot of us if we've been um, abusing um, the relationship with food, with our bodies, um, or we're just always restricting ourselves. So that can happen. And then also, I'm assuming here that 
you go for a walk in the morning, that you expose yourself to natural light. So you're basically living a pretty good lifestyle, right? And you've decided to take your way to your health to a new level, a new place. And you've been following low-carb, high-fat diet or keto diet uh, for a while, and you lost some weight, and now uh, you're not losing anymore, and you still have weight to lose. So what do you do? And today I'm gonna give you my five um, most useful, my best advice in this case. Like, what do you do to um, not starve yourself more and lose weight this way? But what are some details that you might be not looking at, not working on, that might stop you from losing your weight, um, um, losing the fat further. So number one, and you know, number one, number two, uh, these steps are not in any particular order. Um, I would recommend to work and look into all of them and then do them for a couple of weeks and see how you do. So number one, dairy products. A lot of dairy products are not of good quality on the market, but even if you buy from a farm, it's still pasteurized, uh, meaning that it was treated in a way that changes proteins, the content of the milk, um, that changes how your body digested. Uh, and about 30% of people of the world population, according to statistics, do not tolerate, do not digest dairy products in adult state. And there is always going to be some inflammatory reaction um, or some autoimmune issue or issue with your gut health. So eliminating dairy products for a while might be a great place to start. And when I mean dairy products, I mean everything. Um, your butters, your yogurts, um, your, I don't know, everything, your heavy cream, all the dairy products. And even a little bit can make a difference. Even if you have like a teaspoon of heavy cream in your coffee daily, and that's all the dairy you're having, it still matters, guys. Um, depending on where you are, your gut health, um, your metabolism, how you react to dairy, you might have this, you know, pro-inflammatory reaction that might be going on all the time, and you might, your body might not be releasing the fat that you want to lose at this point. Also, cheeses, um, a lot of people on keto diet think that it's kind of like this thing that you can eat a lot of, unlimited. Not at all, guys. So dairy products, eliminate that for a couple of weeks, 100%. And that gotta be 100%, guys. Um, again, if you have any autoimmune issues that you might not know about, um, or you have some inflammatory reaction to dairy products that also you might not know about. It's, it doesn't have to be acute to be there. So again, eliminating dairy products um, completely 100%, even butter, even cheeses, even heavy cream, everything, and anything made with that for a period of two weeks, or let's say two weeks, and see how you go. The second step, you got to look at the quality of all of the animal and non-animal products that you eat. Because pesticides, hormones, any substances that disrupt the health and 
hormonal system of that animal will do the same in you. And a lot of those substances that they feed or inject animals, they're not eliminated eliminated by cooking uh, or by any other sort of treatment. So they're going to end up in your body and they might very well disrupt your hormonal, your endocrine health. And a lot of your weight loss, fat loss depends on a certain hormonal balance in your body. So that's why you need to go for organic vegetables and fruits. That's why you need to go for pasture-raised and organic animal products like your meats, your eggs, your fish, everything. It shouldn't be injected anything. It shouldn't be fed the diet that it's not supposed to be on. Like, for example, a cow is supposed to uh, eat grass. So you need to be eating meat of that cow, grass-fed cow, not grain-fed cow. It, Guys, it all matters. So for a period of two weeks, just do this experiment. Number one, eliminate dairy. Number two, look at all the quality of all the foods that you eat. They gotta be again organic. And when it comes to animal products, they should the animals should be fat, natural, organic diet. Number three, omega sixes and omega threes. The ratio of these particular essential fatty acids, fatty acids that we need, uh, might really interfere with your weight loss and your fat loss. So what you need and you need is you need to start a consuming much more omega-3s from things like sardines, like cod liver. Those are really rich in omega-3s, like wild um, salmon. But sardines, anchovies, those are actually really cheap and really rich in omega-3s, richer than um, most of the salmon on the market. Um, And also, make sure that you if you're eating canned seafood like I do because it's super convenient, make sure that that seafood is not in canola oil, uh, sunflower oil, safflower oil, any of that, either in water or olive oil. So sardines, and you need to be getting at least one to three grams uh, of those omega-3 fatty acids. And usually the more fat you carry, the more time you've been eating an unhealthy diet, the more you need um, of those omega-3s in your diet and less you need omega-6s to see the effect and um, have weight loss, fat loss effect, and also um, positive health effect. Um, But eating enough omega-3s is not enough. You also need to be watching omega-6s. And that goes back to the quality of your animal products. So three places where you might be getting omega-6s, um, even without really buying any oils or eating those vegetable oils that are full of omega-6s and you need to be avoiding. So the first, if you eat um, if you eat out at restaurants or anywhere, almost all of the places, uh, unless, you know, they're the kind of places who know about those omega-6s and omega-3s and don't use any vegetable oils. That is a rare case. So unless you know what oils they use in the food they cook for you, if you eat out at any restaurant, any cafe, and if you get anything cooked with oil, even salad dressings, you know, um, just a side note, uh, at some point I was buying Brussels sprouts, cooked, roasted with olive oil and garlic at Whole Foods. 
And I thought, you know, they were cooked in olive oil. And so um, I love them and I used to buy them. But then I looked at the actual printed out label. And even though on the front label, when you buy at Whole Foods, um, vegetables roasted, um, it says with olive oil, you know, maybe some spices and herbs, like in the case of Brazil sprouts. It says on the front label that it's roasted with olive oil, but when they print out the label, you actually see the full ingredient list. And at that full ingredient list, there is actually canola oil. And I bet most of the oil they use is canola oil with some addition of olive oil, probably for flavor and for aroma. So just make sure that you really know uh, what oils your food has. The second place where you get your omega-6s is all those grain-fed, conventionally grown animal products and eggs. Chickens who are not fed their natural diets, basically allowed to graze freely outside, those chicken eggs, they have much more omega-6s. Chickens who are fed um, flax seeds and who are allowed to graze on their natural pasture, those chickens have more, uh, chicken eggs have more omega-3s, and their meat also has more omega-3s, so that's why it's important to eat pasture-raised um, animal meats and eggs. And the third pl place is nuts and seeds. You know, they are high in fat, high in fiber, have minerals, um, most of the nuts and seeds, you know, are really good for you, but a lot of them are also high in omega-6s, so whenever... If you eat nuts, look up the um, nutrition data on these nuts and see how much of omega-6s and omega-3s those nuts have. And so basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to reduce omega-6s as much as possible. Um, most foods like sardines still have some, or eggs, even omega-3 3's eggs would still have some omega-6s, so you would get them uh, into your diet. But you need to, again, reduce as much as possible your omega-6s and increase your omega-3s to um, see health benefits, energy benefits, and to start seeing weight loss, fat loss progress if that is was one of the issues. So this is number three, omega-6s, omega-3s ratio. Um, Number four, carb up day. So when I actually work with people and I do it myself, uh, I notice that most people when they start out, especially, they think that they need to be on a low carb, high fat or keto diet all the time in order to see effect. But actually for most people, what I found it, it's not truth. Our goal with any diet approach is to have a flexible metabolism. So basically metabolism that um, can run on fats and can run on carbohydrates when needed. Um, a lot of people who are following ketogenic diet, low-carb, high-fat diet, they become um, glucose-resistant or also sometimes not insulin-resistant because insulin is usually pretty low at this point if you've been following keto and low-carb diet for a while, but they do become really bad at metabolizing anything with carbohydrates and glucose. And you don't actually want to end up there uh, because we still don't know uh, how long-term keto diet, uh, low-carb, high-fat diet affects our health and longevity. Um, 
there might be a reason why you don't see many um, northern region people living to 100 and beyond. Most of them, people, centenarians who live to 100 uh, in good health and beyond that, they do eat um, carbohydrates. Um, they do eat a lot of fiber. Um, they usually also eat um, pretty good whole food diet and get a lot of sun, of course. And there are a lot of factors, but um, nevertheless, there are no centenarians living on high fat diet. And so I wouldn't recommend to stay on a high fat diet, even because of that all the time. And again, the point is not to be on a keto diet for your whole life because nobody really knows if that's really that beneficial. Inducing in your body the state of the state that mimics fasting all the time might not be beneficial, especially for women, especially for our uh, hormonal system that is much more sensitive to um, any kind of dietary or life stress that we get in life, especially if you're a woman and you're stuck with your weight loss, fat loss, you might incorporate carb days. And the way I recommend to do it is once in seven, 10 days, eat as many carbs from whole food, healthy sources as you wish. Like if you feel that you've been missing, you know, your sweet potatoes or maybe peas and carrots, then eat those. Uh, I personally never do well on whole grains. Um, my body seems to have autoimmune issues with grains, so I don't ever incorporate any grains of any sort. But if you're someone um, who do well on rice and you know that about yourself or any other grains, then feel free to incorporate some um, on those days when you do eat more carbohydrates. But I usually recommend to people to stick with more vegetables, um, maybe some fruits, maybe some nuts and seeds, uh, more, uh, again, things like peas, starchy vegetables. Um, and yeah, so carb up days. Um, and, you know, I thought that I had five points, but I think omega-6s and omega-3s I kind of mixed into one. Anyway, to sum up this episode, if you're someone like a lot of my clients having troubles um, breaking through your weight loss, fat loss plateau, and you've been following um, consistently keto, low-carb, high-fat diet, then these are the things, the points, the tools that you want to try consistently for a couple of weeks, see how you do uh, to break through that weight loss, fat loss plateau. And so let's recap uh, again so you have a better system in your head already. And if you have any questions, guys, first of all, um, there is an opportunity for you to sign up right now for a session with me that I'm doing uh, for free. This week is the last week when I do it for free. And basically, you get to ask all of your questions uh, about specific things that you might be doing and you are not sure of, uh, maybe your lifestyle, maybe some supplements, um, something else. So um, feel free to sign up for this session. The link is in the show notes. Uh, and I'm going to answer all your questions and we will discuss the details that might 
be missing in your nutrition, your diet plan that doesn't allow you, your lifestyle plan also, um, that doesn't allow you to lose those um, last few pounds. So maybe you're just not feeling good, you know, you're just not feeling um, good and maybe you like some aspects of your lifestyle, but you don't like some others and you would like to figure out those finer details that you might be missing. Uh, So check out the link in the show notes, sign up for our session and let's do it. Let's take it to a new level. Let's master it and see some new amazing results that you are so excited about. Um, To sum up this episode, to break through that fat loss, weight loss plateau on a keto, low-carb, high-fat diet. So number one, dairy products, eliminate dairy products for two weeks. All of the dairy products, heavy cream, grass-fed butter, uh, all of them. Number two, go all organic, pasteurized for all of your vegetables, organic for all of your poultry, all of your meats, all of your fish. So the animals that you eat don't have any uh, weird substances that can disrupt your hormonal health, hormonal balance that affect uh, how you lose or gain weight. Um, So go all organic for two weeks. You can do it, guys. Um, There are many resources, many places where you can shop for organic um, foods really affordably. So two weeks, do that too. Uh, Number three, omega-6s. Make sure that you're not buying any vegetable oils full of omega-6s. Make sure that you're not buying... um, Canola oil, those are high in omega-3s, but the way they are made, they create trans fats and pro-inflammatory fats, oxidized fats, so do not eat those uh, oils. If you'd like the full list of oils that you shouldn't be using, you can always um, reach out and I'll give it to you. It's really fast and simple. So also make sure, again, that you eat pasture-raised and organic grass-fed, you know, all these animal products, meats, poultry, eggs that do not have omega-3s. Make sure when you eat out that you don't consume omega-6s there and just be very diligent about checking that because some places say like Whole Foods that they cook it with olive oil, but in finer print, you see that they use some canola oil and, you know, you're doing your best and then somebody sneaks in canola oil without you even knowing that. And that's really frustrating, don't you think? So check out all the ingredient lists for peanut oil, for any sorts of oils. Uh, And then just be aware that some nuts and seeds are high in omega-6s. And if you eat a lot of those, like cashew nuts, I believe those are really high in omega-6s. So make sure that you're not overeating your omega-6s in those products. And then number four, really bring up your omega-3s from whole foods is the best way. Start eating your sardines that are also full of minerals like magnesium, phosphorus, calcium, um, some potassium, some iodine. Um, So get your fish and omega-3s and sardines are also very affordable. Just make sure that you don't buy them canned in some canola oil again. So Cod liver, you know, this is like the food for champions, full of omega-3s. One of the, it's, it, I think it's the richest source of omega-3s. That's why, you know, they sell cod liver oil because it's so full in omega-3s. But not only that, it's full of 
vitamin A, vitamin D that people are also deficient in that are super important for your weight loss and fat loss and metabolism and longevity and so many things. So bring up your omega-3s. Uh, one, I really recommend if you're having problems, three grams of omega-3s, get it. And the last one, but not least, carb up day. So once in seven to 10 days, don't go crazy. Uh, don't, you know, binge, but eat as many carbohydrates from whole food, unprocessed food, unrefined foods sources, like your vegetables, maybe some fruits, whatever it is, you know, from whole foods that you feel your body is missing, eat it, be done with that, and then go back to keto and see what happens. Um, also, just a small point here. Whenever you go on a low-carb keto diet, a lot of us would accumulate more cortisol, will produce more cortisol, and will experience more stress on a cellular level. And that will not allow your body a lot of times to lose the fat, to lose the water, ex excess fat, excess water. And so when you do carb up, your cortisol goes down almost immediately. And a lot of times you would have this whoosh effect. Like you eat a lot of carbs and all of a sudden during the night after that day, you go to pee maybe a couple of times during the night and you wake up and you look leaner, like you lost a bunch of weight all of a sudden. That would what can happen and happens to a lot of people always you know happens to me so seven to ten days you know once in seven to ten days carbohydrates from whole food sources and again it doesn't have to be that much you know 100 grams would be 150 for some super active people might be all you need um, and just don't make just make sure for your health will being the next day. Don't eat any processed junk because that's really going to screw up your metabolism and that will make it really, really hard to get back to keto. That's it, guys. Let me know if you have any questions. Uh, also, use the link in the show notes to sign up for our session to fine-tune your nutrition, your low-carb, high-fat, your keto nutrition. I've been doing it for um, more than six years now, and I worked with a few people, and it really made a difference. Um, people are telling me they're losing inches around their waist uh, and just feeling much, much better, much more energy, because that's also an issue on a keto, low-carb, high-fat diet. So sign up for our coaching session where you get to ask all the questions you have, and we'll work on all the finer details, and we'll find a way for you to break through that plateau. That's it for today, guys. So thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you. I wish you a wonderful day, a wonderful Wednesday, no matter where you are in the world. Uh, have an awesome day. Wake up with a lot of energy. Go for a morning walk to, more, to make even more energy. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.